Welcome to Spirit Body, a podcast about bodies, spirituality, mental health, and how they all connect together. I'm your host, Lauren Donaldson, a therapist, astrologer, and an intuitive healer. Welcome back to the show, everyone. So glad to have you here with me as always. Let's start by taking a couple breaths together. Just tuning in to your natural breath. Arriving in the here and now, wherever you are. Taking a conscious breath in. And letting that breath go. Let's take one more breath together. Inhale. And exhale. And say hello to yourself. Hi, self. Today, I'm going to be talking about boundaries. There is so much to say about boundaries. It's a really important topic. It's something that I care deeply about. I do a lot of boundary work in my practice and for myself. And so I wanted to start by just naming that boundaries are really complicated. The definition of boundaries is really simple, but not the concept and the implementation. I think of the definition of boundaries is basically what's okay with me and what's not okay with me. I'm pretty sure I learned that from Brene Brown, <laughs> not sure, uh, but I wanna give credit where I think credit is due. That's what they are, which sounds again, like super simple, very easy to understand. But implementing them and communicating them to other people is where things get so tricky. And I think that's a lot of what gets missed in some of the content that I see around boundaries. The implementation and the communication is where all of our past traumas, our past experiences, different parts of ourselves, family of origin narratives, race, gender, cultural narratives, all these different things, that's where they come into play and make what seems like a really simple con concept very difficult to implement. It's a really vast topic too. And as I was thinking about writing this episode, I was even feeling overwhelmed. Like, God, where do I even start with this? Like this entire podcast could be about boundaries. I know that I'm sure there are podcasts about boundaries. So I may do a series of episodes about boundaries. Who knows? I don't know. I just talk about what's going on which makes it really hard to plan. But anyway, my next thought is that just saying I need to set boundaries or you need to set boundaries is not very effective because often that's way too big. In my experience, again, personally, and in my work with clients, being boundaried is like an entire shift in how we see and how we move through the world. So just setting boundaries like kind of willy-nilly is not effective because it's too big a task. It's too overwhelming. So <clears throat> I wanted to start by sort of separating out two different concepts. One is boundary setting for information. 
and one is boundary setting with consequences. And I'll get into each of these as I go along, but I wanted to start with just an example to kind of illustrate what this means to me. And so I wanna talk about boundaries at work because this one tends to be especially complicated, also very important. So the first thing I do whenever I'm thinking about boundaries for myself or someone else is the power dynamic. It's essential to pull the power dynamic to the front of the conversation when you're talking about boundaries. Are you in the position of power? Is there equal power? Uh, is someone in power over you? Is the dynamic uh, really imbalanced? That kind of thing. When the power dynamic is really imbalanced and you are the one with less power, you can start with boundary setting for information, which is essentially like half a boundary, but sometimes that's where you need to start. Again, especially when the power dynamic is unbalanced. I would say this also goes for when you're newer at boundaries and it's feeling too overwhelming. Uh, because you have to start somewhere and it's a practice that can get easier over time. So boundary setting for information, again, can be a really good place to start when you're not in a position of power or it's feeling really overwhelming. So for example, like if you work at a corporation, you likely have a boss above you that gives you performance reviews or decides if you get promoted or could possibly even fire you. So of course your boss or like the company in general has a lot of power over you. So going in and saying, this is what I need is a lot harder. There's usually more anxiety involved because they have power over you. And this doesn't mean thankfully that you can't set boundaries at work. But my thought is to start with something that doesn't make you super anxious. So like if asking for a raise is like a 10 out of 10, you know, 10 being like impossibly anxiety provoking to the point where like you can't speak and you're flooded, definitely don't start there. Start with something smaller, like saying I need to leave by five o'clock this week or whatever you feel would be kind of like a five on a scale of one to 10. And again, 10 being like you're flooded and you can't think. So I'm going to use the example of leaving by five, even though, of course, for you, that might not be a five. It might be, you know, more anxiety provoking than that. So again, a, a full boundary would have two parts, the request and the consequence. Full boundaries always need consequences. I always like to say boundaries without consequences are just requests and requests don't always get honored. Like in this situation, in this situation, if you say, I need to leave by five, and if that's not possible, I'm going to quit. Like that, again, that's ideal, but oftentimes that is very much not possible because you need money to live. But what you can do is utilize boundaries for information. So if you say, I need to leave at five this week and your boss gives you 20 reasons why this isn't possible and essentially the answer is no, you can't leave at five, then you have a really good piece of information and you're gathering really important data. 
you know that your boundaries are not respected and they're not honored. Again, I'm using the word boundary loosely because again, a, a real boundary will always have a consequence. But anyway, important step in, in setting boundaries sometimes can be the, the data gathering. It might seem like a really simple step, but so many times when I've done boundary work with people, I've, I've realized and found out that they haven't even asked. Like they just assumed that they can't get what they want, even when the power is imbalanced. But you don't know if you don't even ask. So that's like the personal responsibility element of boundary setting. You have to make the request, even if you don't think the answer is going to be yes. If the answer is yes, that is also really great information. Now you've learned that your boss or whoever is willing to be flexible and work with you to get you what you need. And then you feel better. You have less resentment. You feel empowered to ask for things, which is really great. And again, a no is also important information. That might be an indication that this work environment not, might not support your needs anymore, or maybe it never did. And now you can start making a plan. And maybe the plan is to get more data, to make more requests. So maybe you didn't get what you need in terms of leaving by five, but maybe you can ask for a work from home day or work on how you're gonna communicate needing a raise or a promotion. Obviously these things will be specific to your job, but if the answer is always no, if your employer is never willing to meet you in what you need, make a plan to get another job. <laughs> Start sending your resume out, do some networking, meet with a headhunter. You can look into classes, programs, work with a career counselor, like whatever you need to do. And then once you have something else, you are essentially increasing your power. If you say, hey, I need X, Y, and Z in order to stay in this job. And if I don't get it, I'm gonna leave for this other job. Now you have fully set a boundary. You have made the request and you are ready to follow through on the consequences. Fortunately, not all situations have a huge power imbalance. Like hopefully in romantic partnerships, the power is relatively equal. Obviously, this is not always the case, um, but hopefully it's not as big of an imbalance as say like a work situation. Although again, sometimes it is. That's another topic for another day. So I think I'm gonna stop there and maybe next week, um, you know, we can talk more about boundaries. I really would love to know what you think about this. Like, do you agree with me? Do you disagree? I mean, these are just my thoughts on boundaries. I'm definitely, like I said, planning on revisiting this topic at some point. If you have a situation that you want help boundary setting with, I would love to do an episode answering a listener question. So you can feel free to send me a question via DM on Instagram at Lauren Donaldson. You can find me over on my website, laurendonaldson.com. And if you're loving the podcast, leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be really cool. And you can also screenshot this episode, share it on your story or a post and tag me. Yeah, that would just be really cool. It'd help the podcast grow. And that's all for this week. Thanks for hanging out with me. Until next time.